Angie Coombs, The Waterfall Journey. Episode 9, Living in the Waterfall, Part 4, Rest and Peace. The waterfall is a place of rest and peace, and we can see evidence of our progress in living out these by comparing our behaviour with our role model, Jesus. To walk as Jesus walked, we must do so from a place of rest. Jesus is the supreme example of how to live in the waterfall. He never strived or rushed. He rested in the Father. This speaks of him having a quiet centre where absolute trust and certainty filled his being. He stayed close to his Father, listening, speaking the words the Father gave him to say, obeying, doing the things the Father gave him to do, and working when the Holy Spirit was upon him. He then achieved all that his Father set before him. Jesus rested secure in his Father. There was no pressure in terms of time and what was needing to be done. Filling days with ministry to accomplish much was not necessary. Jesus was travelling at the Father's pace and there was time for all those things that the Father deemed necessary. The Holy Spirit was the stage manager and Jesus flowed with him when the anointing came upon him. Rest is also about time set aside to replenish and renew. The one in seven is a great yardstick. One hour in seven, one day in seven, one week in seven, one year in seven. A working day is constructed this way. God ordained a day of rest in a week and the school year is constructed around terms and half terms. In agriculture, fields have one year in seven lying fallow. Without times of rest, humans burn out and become stunted. But how often do we see it as an indulgence to take time for ourselves, to process and have space for silence and reflection? Jesus, however, withdrew over 40 times in the Gospels. He withdrew from the world to be refreshed and replenished before continuing his mission. Sometimes he had time alone with his father. Sometimes special times with his friends, debriefing, processing events, or downtime, relaxing. To walk as Jesus walked, we need to respond not react. Whether we are coming from a place of rest or drivenness becomes obvious when we meet with unforeseen circumstances during our day. How do we cope? Jesus resting in his Father always responded to a situation rather than reacting to it. Resting in the Father, he was in the present moment so that when something unexpected occurred, he turned and considered his response. For example, on the way to Jairus' seemingly fatally ill daughter, he had time to create a safe and timeless bubble for the woman with the issue of blood to be heard and healed. 
He was letting his father deal with the strategic picture as he flowed with the Holy Spirit in the moment. Automatic reactions of the fight, flight or freeze variety come from perceived threats or from difficult experiences which are unhealed and lead us to driven reactions. I must, I've got to. In neither of these cases is there consideration and choice in how to approach the situation with all its nuances. Jesus took time. He never reacted thoughtlessly, but considered his choices. Hence there was time for the Father to give him some stunningly creative responses. If you're serious in being on a journey with God, you quickly learn that you're not going to be travelling in straight lines from point to point. By saying to God when you step into the waterfall, I will follow your leading, God takes you at your word. I did not realise what I had prayed when I said to God, get me where you want me as soon as possible. There began a roller coaster of a ride for four years. Often I was thinking I wouldn't have done it this way, but as I look back I can see God's wisdom shining through. I needed that journey and those looping pathways to pick up the healing and equipping that are part of my ministry now. When we have given such permission for God to use as he wills in his plans, he can make use of us on many levels for the kingdom purposes. Sometimes he may use us as grit to help another become a pearl. If you ask, what are you doing here, Lord? He will share his thinking with you. In every circumstances, there are things for us to learn. Often we miss them because we're rushing ahead to the next thing on our agenda. God gave me a picture of travelling with him on horseback. I was in front of him and he held the reins. My job was to sit back and be content to let him be in charge so that he chose the path for the journey. But also, I needed to be inquiring, seeking his face. What's going on here, Lord? What are you showing me? What do I need to see? To partner with God as he wants is to be engaged with him on his purposes. It is part of the journey towards having the mind of Christ. To walk as Jesus walked, we need to walk out of a place of peace. Jesus said in John 14 verse 27, Peace I leave with you, my peace I give you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. The waterfall, the place of abiding, is where Jesus lived with the Father as he walked the earth. Out of a quiet peacefulness, centered on the certainties of trust in his Father, Jesus responded to the circumstances he encountered. Being whole, he had no need to be defensive or to manipulate others to meet his needs. As we learn to trust God for every area of our life and allow him to be God in our lives, we enter the peace that the world cannot give, that Jesus modelled. It is not a place of striving, but a place of resting.
in a deep, loving relationship with the one who can do all things. We have come home. Here is security, absolute love and protection. It changes life and turns upside down what has gone before in our lives. Life is now to be lived from God's perspective, not our own, for we have work to do for the kingdom. In tough times, our job is to find the place of peace. When a seeming disaster strikes, it is holding God to his word that he will bring all things together for good. It is living this out. Lord, what are you doing here? I have my eyes on you, believing for the good. It is holding and repeating the promises of God when butterflies invade the tummy. It is standing on all you've seen in the past, the faith you've banked in who God is, until his peace breaks through. This is a hard lesson to learn in the midst of disquiet, but peace will eventually come. Jesus says, Seek peace and pursue it. It is finding this quiet centre to live out, as Jesus did. This brings effectiveness for the kingdom and maturity for the disciple. So how do you cope when life overwhelms you? Well, it really helps to have a plan in place ready so you know the steps to take rooted in Jesus when life is overwhelming. This is my plan and I use it a lot. Something erupts to disturb my peace. Say something happens to one of my grandchildren. Instead of the headless chicken I used to imitate, now I make a cup of tea. I sit and breathe deeply. I turn my eyes upon Jesus. I reflect on who he is and how we've travelled together so far. I often say, Lord, I can't do this. I need your help. I may feel sick, but I hold to the promises of Jesus, the faithfulness of the Father that he's shown me in the past, that knowing that the Holy Spirit has imparted in past challenges. I hang on to the memorials and the cairns that we have raised as we have journeyed together. The evidence of God in my life is here, stored for such a time as this. Jesus says, You are mine. I will never leave you or forsake you. Good enough. Then I choose to trust God for the matter in hand. This is the rock I stand on. Then do what comes into your head and your heart. Trust and obey. Or God may say wait and leave it to him. Let God be God. Keep repeating his promises and his word. God cannot go back on them. Let them calm your feelings as you choose to trust. Keep letting go of the problem into the hands of Jesus. Keep going until you receive his peace. It will come, but we need to learn to wrestle for it, especially at four in the morning. Our peace is in who God is and his unchanging character and word. Stand and peace will come. And we know that in all things God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. Romans 8, 
verse 28. Pray God's word back to him. You said this, Lord. I'm believing it and I'm holding you to this promise. Practice being in this place of peace. And then when the emergency happens, the car crash, the medical emergency, you'll look to God. And from a place of peace, you will do what comes into your mind and you will see God work in the situation through you. This week's challenge is to work on keeping your sense of peace. It takes effort and activity. Engage with it. Visualize resting in the Father. Live in the present moment. Let him have the future. Be available now to respond to what he sets before you. If your peace is disturbed, stand on all you know of the truth of God. This is needed because as Teresa of Avila put it, Christ has no body now but yours, no hands, no feet on earth but yours. Yours are the eyes through which Christ looks compassion into the world. Yours are the feet with which Christ walks to do good. Yours are the hands with which Christ blesses the world. Remember, as we go onward, the Holy Spirit will lead you on your own personal journey into three areas for growth in the waterfall. The way to transformation, the healing of our hearts, renewing of our minds and the restoration of our broken image. The truth of who God is, knowing the nature, the word and the mind of God, the functions of the Trinity and our identity in Him, leading us to maturity on the pathway to holiness. And the life, living in the authority of Jesus as kingdom ambassadors, in the gifting with the call of God on our lives, flowing in the Holy Spirit to fulfill the purposes of God. Next time, we're going to start looking at our inner journeys to set us on the way to transformation. We'll look at how we've been damaged in the fallen world and how to cooperate with the Holy Spirit in His ministry to transform us.